I know, I know. It feels like the material of a yoga mat in your pussy. (laughs) 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 Cool. What a great selling point. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Lainey Louie, talk show host and entertainment reporter. Also, the editor of LaineyGossip.com, and oh I am a BTS. Yeah, fan. you are. I'm Sasha Tong. I am a producer at an entertainment show here in Canada. I'm also a fashion and beauty columnist on LaineyGossip.com. And, and I am not a big BTS fan, but this is What's Your Drama, where we gossip about you. I fucking, I swear, I just changed it at like 3.45. And it's 5. And it's 5. And it, oh, Yasik, I had to flush that one because it basically slid out of me. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Like a wet seal. It just popped right out of you. No, like sometimes I, I, you know, it's. You can control it. Most of the time I don't, it's not even a pull. It's like a. I just grab onto the string and I just, and you, I'm almost have to like, I have, I almost have to like reach into it, prevent, but this one was like, I sat down and it was just like, it shot right out in an hour and 15 minutes, Ash. No, I know. I don't know what to tell you. I also, I'm not at that uh, level yet, but it's getting there. Things are getting definitely different. Things are getting heavier and like, I, well, I would say like this month, right? Because I got my period yesterday and I'm bloated as fuck. Um, yeah. But as you know, I don't wear, um, I try not to wear tampons. So what do I you am wear? A, I'm a free flower. <laughs> a free flower. Into what? What do you mean? This is what we're going to preamble about, which is I am wearing fucking maxi pad underwear. Right. Okay. And so are you. <laughs> I am wearing a pair. I own one pair. It's an American company. You told me you only bought one pair. Yeah. I wasn't going to buy like 10 pairs and then not like them. But wouldn't you have bought at least three? Because how about if you did like them off the on the off chance? You only have one pair? You paid was, 20 American well, dollars I'm, plus shipping? I'm glad I only bought one pair because I'm not buying another pair. Okay. But, so, I, you wear tampons. I wear tampons, but you know, as we've discussed many times, I'm tampon poor. I only have four tampons left right now. And I probably only had five tampons last cycle. <laughs> so, what I do is I wear this fucking period underwear, which we've, I think, talked about before, like, very early on in these podcasts. Yes. Because we were desperate for someone to sponsor us. And but- you were into them. <laughs> You're, you've been into them? Like, you I'm find not them comfortable? into them. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm not into them because… People need to know the truth about them. Yeah. You are like a… You're basically back to your teenage years wearing a fucking maxi pad. You feel yourself bleeding through them and it's not like a really fun feeling. 
Um, and they say that they're thin. And the, well, the brand that I have is not the American brand. It's a Canadian brand. And they have upped the ante with their period underwear and made them thicker. And I was excited about that. But when I put them on, I'm like, uh, it's like I'm just wearing a fucking pad. Like, I, it's not like sleek, like paper thin underwear. I'm wearing a pad with an inserted, uh, sorry, I'm wearing underwear with an in- insert of a pad that just stays there all the time. Yeah. I have, I ordered one copy or one pair. One copy. <laughs> I ordered one pair of this American brand because people mm-hmm. were talking about it and they were like, yeah, fashion designers and stylists recommend it. And I was like, okay. So they came. I was really excited. They are shaped. What's like, the profile on them? Are they shaped, thin? What do you mean? Like, is the material, like, I'm wearing mine now. Are you wearing yours now? Yeah. Okay. So the material are, like, boxer shorts material. Pardon? Like, flannel? No. Like, a no, thick like cotton? Briefs, boxer briefs material. You know, like, do you, have you ever handled men's underwear? Uh, like, a boxer, yeah. They're that texture? This is mine. These are mine, which is, like, a very thin oh. Like that Paper looks like thin. pantyhose. That looks like pantyhose. Yes. yes. It's, a, it's a Spanx. No, 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 no. Mine does not look like that. Mine. Let me see yours. Oh, God. This is your favorite time of the day. Where you... Oh, I can't see. It's black on black. Oh, okay. Oh, that's thick. That's like underwear. Well, yeah. I mean, it. it's like, like similar material, maybe a little stretchier than like men's boxer briefs, right? Think Calvin's. But then in the crotch area… yeah okay first of all I ordered a medium and I put them on and I was like fuck this is tight and they have to be tight but I was like "Mm, it's tight but I was like all right fine then I put them on and it's it's not even that the crotch area feels like a pad it feels like a piece of carpet Explain more. Like, you mean there's some fuzzy to it? No, it's like, it it feels like it bends. (laughs) Okay, that's okay. Wouldn't that, you would want it to move with your body, right? not like. A carpet is a very, okay. uh, Do you know what the kind of carpet is? Uh, Let me. See, if you had bought a second fucking pair, you cheap ass, then at least we could be talking about it. You could be showing me. (laughs) This is frustrating for me. Okay, I know, I know. It feels like the material of a yoga mat in your pussy. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) cool. What a great selling point. Right? So so it feels like the material of a yoga mat slipped in between layers of boxer (laughs) piece material. Okay. And next to your pussy, so it bends like a yoga mat. But what I put them on at night and I was I'm walking up and it. down the hall, and Yasik yeah. was in bed, and I was making so much noise because… Okay, please walk. Let's okay. walk. I, will it pick it up? Okay, let's… I don't on. know. Let me just wait. Let me just let me just stand up. I'm going to stand okay. up, then I'm going to count to three, I'm going to go quiet, and then I'm going to be… Okay. And then I'm going to be quiet too. Oh. All right. So now I'm going to stand up, okay. I'm going to count to three, and then I'm going to yeah. be totally quiet, and then I'm going to walk, and you're going to hear like… You're going to hear my… Don't tell me what I want to hear. I just want to… Okay, fine. Hang on. Okay. One, two, three. (laughs) 
I don't know if I made it up in my head. Go back. <laughs> Go back. Let me hear. I don't know if I did. I felt like I might have made it up in my head. Okay. Shush. Shush. Yeah. I can't tell if it's your bare feet on the ground or what. Okay, no. So put it this way. Yasik could hear my thighs rubbing together and rubbing against this the yoga under, this, the underwear. Like as I'm walking down the hall. Because and I'm like, <laughs> I said to I said to him, how is this a good product when you can hear the, No, it's when not you a can good hear product. your period coming from like, you know, 30 feet away. No, that's not a good product then. No, it, Mine do not do that. And you the, know why? Is, it's because it's, you know, probably they tested it on people who have mega thigh gap. Oh, right. Because this is yeah. uh, like a stylist fashion So they brand. wouldn't have thought of it. And if they had only tested on people who have like no thigh gap or a smaller thigh I'm, gap. I'm unclear why a th- like, listen, I don't have a thigh gap my… I have thigh chafe all the time, but why would a thigh chafe make for a, a vagina carpet sound in your underwear? I why? Don't know. I How does like it's it's like the ricochet of your thighs I'm bash not sure. fuck up? Actually, okay. you're right. Maybe I the just thigh I just chafe has like, nothing to do with it. Okay, then I, fat pussies. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so there, that that but that honestly, concludes it. Yeah. Like you just I have a have big fat hand. pussy on your I have my hand underwear. right now. I swear to God, I'm not masturbating. But I have my hand on the area right now, yeah. and it feels like I'm wearing three layers of something. Like I okay. can't, like I, I can't feel my own skin. My skin can't feel my finger. Does that make sense? <laughs> because it's that dense of fabric. <laughs> yes. No. Then okay. So are you gonna wear them ever again, or is this just? A no-go. You're never buying another pair. I mean, I don't think I'm going to wear them in quiet places. <laughs> Good. <laughs> We're not going anywhere anytime soon, so you're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so well, that is… That was informative. Thank you for your underwear. review. But your period underwear, the way it looks like um, pantyhose, right? Like, like Spanx. It's exactly the same material as a Spanx. Okay, so then in the padding area, like… Is it thick? It's thick, but it doesn't feel cumbersome when I'm wearing it. But when I'm about to slip them on, I'm like, that's a fucking truck of fabric that's about to fucking coat me. But it doesn't feel thick at all. And then… It's actually quite comfortable. To be quite honest with you, it's quite comfortable. Then does it feel wet against your lips? No. Do yours? No. no, I actually have. But does yours work? Them, like I haven't, I haven't given them that kind of a test drive. Oh well, that's so the I fun haven't part. Led into them. Why the fuck are you choosing to wear them then? I tried them because I can't, I can't sleep through the night without leaking. Okay, so they're your backup. So okay. I put them on that night with a tampon in. That's why I wore them that night when I made all that noise. I'm actually why shocked. Yes, it could sleep next to me whenever I shifted. Actually, don't it's shift that, much in the night. It's that noisy? It's fucking loud. I would hope that you would put this review on their site. No, because you know what? Like, it helps lots of people. It's just it, what doesn't work for me. Maybe okay, well, my, let's see. 
Keep Puss- me, keep maybe me my po- fat pussy to thigh chafe ratio is not ideal <laughs> for this brand. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, we'll keep it posted because maybe on day twelve of your period, when it's not a volcanic fucking oh explosion, god. you should test them out and see if they work. Because maybe, maybe the sound of it will um, not be a problem if it actually works and can absorb your. What do you mean? Do you think like, fat all pussy the blood, blood is going to dull the sound? No, I'm just saying. If it works, then maybe you can just put up with the fact that it's noisy. If it can absorb all your fat pussy blood, then isn't that the the name of the game? I honestly, yeah. Well, let me, so wait, for yours, so is it wick, it wicks the moisture away? It wicks the moisture away. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm sure this these will wick the moisture away. It's just there. Well, it's I'd like, like a to know. fucking rock concert down there. <laughs> No one else is interested in this. They have to be, right? I'm sure they are. But I hope so. Nobody has real conversations about this. Like I know. I know. Anyway, maybe they don't want to have real conversations about it. <laughs> All right. Should we get to drama? Let's. Instead of our pussy drama? Mine. Anyway. All right. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's been a while. Is this our first episode? No, it's not. Okay. It is not. Thank you. We have <laughs> did. This would be our second. Fuck's Are sake. you sure? I'm positive. What is time anymore? Well, you know, I did see you only two weeks ago for this podcast. Okay, fine. Okay, hi, Sash and Lainey. I hope you can help me through a moral dilemma with a friend. Let's call her Vicky. Vicky and I have been besties for two decades. We grew up together, we're roommates in school, and we even live a block away from each other. But things have changed over the course of the pandemic. I'm sure you can guess where I'm going, but if not, here it is. She's an anti-masker. Oh, um. on top of that, she's anti-vaccine and has some incredibly crazy theories about government. Why do the, I, do those go hand in hand? Of course they do. They're okay. all in, yeah, go on. Okay, <laughs> my jaw literally drops to the ground whenever we get into something about the state of the world right now. After many arguments, we've agreed to not talk about anything political. When did health become politicized? At this point, I don't know what to do. When did I'm, what become politicized? Health? When did health become politicized? Oh. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I don't know what to do. I'm conflicted on if I can put these things behind me or sweep them under the rug and carry on. Is that possible? Part of me wants to do that, but the other part of me is screaming, what the hell is wrong with Vicky? Any words of wisdom would be greatly appreciated. You can call me Wanda. Wanda has... A friend who's an anti-vaxxer. And an anti-masker. Yeah. And has some suspect yeah. feelings Sounds about like Vicky government. is, like, not into science. <laughs> yeah. Or, I think this is what yeah. – I think this is what's been interesting over the course of the year. It, this has unearthed some, some obvious and kind of scary – characteristics in people that I did not know existed. Like, I think we all have a crazy uncle. For sure, I have a crazy uncle. My mom's listening to this, so I won't say much more than the fact that I have a crazy uncle who believes some weird shit and is a Trump supporter. And that has been fucking weird. But I don't get to talk. I don't talk to him on the regular. Yeah. So, like, no harm, no foul for me. Like, I don't have to get into those conversations. not your best friend. Exactly. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of people 
that are finding this sort of information out. And especially I find there's a bunch of people, there's actually a brand that I've written about in the past on your site, one of my favorite fucking all-time beauty brands. Oh my God, the stuff that she makes is excellent. But she's part of this whole wellness conspiracy QAnon bullshit that I can't, that I can't A, follow her anymore and B, I can't test out her products. And even though I actually have got, I got sent her products and it's fucking amazing. I cannot write about it because I cannot support people who are thinking this way. And I think, what's her name? Vicky? No, what was? uh, Wanda. Wanda. I think Wanda brings up a good point, which is important is like, it's for, this is what shakes me to the core about these people is like, why are people so against just doing stuff for the greater good of people and the health of people, right? Like I would suck up something if I knew that the general public would be better off for it. And this is what's so frustrating about seeing anti-maskers. They're so fucking selfish that I can't, I, I would have problems if I had a really close friend who had that kind of point of view. Yeah, I, so what's the, like, how do you, but how do you maintain that friendship? Like, how do you, because everything is already so divided. Yes. So do we just break off friendships with people? Um, like, I, you know, what is the answer? Like, how does breaking off friendships with people bring us back together? Right? Totally I, right? I don't know what the answer is because I agree with you. I think especially in this situation, if there was a friend who's an anti-masker, then how do you even spend time with them? Not that anyone is spending time with anyone outside of their household right now, but right. like when things open up and lockdowns are lo- lessened and people are allowed to start congregating in bigger groups. I know you mm-hmm. and I probably won't do it until the whole world is vaccinated. I'm tarnished. Yeah. But there are people out there who of course. follow the guidelines and yeah. the guidelines say, hey, we're out of like whatever stage urgent of lockdown and restaurants are now open, but they can only seat 10 people. And, you know, in theory, Wanda and Vicky could go out for dinner. But now, like in the, you know, I... I wouldn't, even if I was more like, or less stringent, if I were Wanda, I don't know if I would want to see Vicky. Right? Yeah. Because Vicky, I know Vicky's an anti-masker. Well, and I think you brought up the good point is like an anti-masker isn't just an anti-masker. They kind of do all the things. They're like an anti-masker, an anti-vaccinator, and uh, basically a conspiracy theorist. They all are, it's like, it's a whole fucking package deal with these people. And I think what's scary about QAnon, and I think people joke about it, it's legit a cult. Um, so really the question here is, if if Wanda is saying, it, without saying it, that her friend Vicky believes in QAnon, because that's probably what is the case here, friends in a fucking cult. So how do you deal with a friend? Like, that's the question that I think we have to refra- reframe here is like, what do you do when your friend is in a cult? And we've seen people lose, like, family members. Yes. And, yeah. To cults. And because that's how strong the pull is. Uh, it's, yes. But it's also, like, there's also a, a different, I mean, there's QAnon, but then there's also, also just the cult of disinformation, misinformation. And, mm-hmm. you know, all the outlets out there, all the places online where you can go and it just, 
I don't know, is somehow, I mean, we've all seen The Social Dilemma. Yes. And how easily people can get sucked into thinking that what you and I believe, like they're having the same conversations about us. I know. That's what's really scary. So I just don't know how we're ever going to like convince people like Vicky to trust science again, open their eyes, understand that the research is being done, understand that these are legitimate, like legitimate uh, facts Mm -hmm. as opposed to theories. Like the fact of the matter is, is that who is, if, if Wanda and and other people who understand what the truth is aren't going to spend the time changing people like Vicky's mind, then we're just going to have more Vicky's. I know. <clears throat> I know. You're right. So I really, like, I don't, I don't, know. I, I don't know how to get people out of a cult. That's, that's above my pay grade here. But there is, like, so much shit on Reddit about helping people out of, and I'm just focusing on QAnon here, like, just help, like, Let's just see if this is it. But if you can go on, you can go on Reddit and there's so many streams there about like how you help people get out of cults like QAnon. And also there's a lot of people who have finally gotten out of the thinking of QAnon who are also like giving knowledge about how they were helped to like actually see the light and actually see that there was um, a lot of fallacy in the way that they were thinking. So if that's something that Wanda wants to do, go for it. And there's lots of articles out there right now that can help you through that. For me personally, I don't know if I would spend the time doing that right now because I'm in a fragile fucking mind state like a lot of people. I don't know if I could like help somebody at this point in time um, see the light and see the truth. So it's sort of just like what Wanda has, like what her fucking bandwidth is to help her friend here. Can you do it in a way that is productive or are you just going to get into another fucking screaming, like, debate match with her? If that's the case, then I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how you save a friendship in, in that state of affair where it's just like you're bashing heads all the time. Like, that, that can't be fun. And then it's weird to pretend like you don't talk about anything else. Like, you can talk about everything else but that. That's a, that's a weird, like, amendment to put on your friendship, too. Yeah. I, I feel I, – I think that's a great point about, like, your – emotional fragility as many people are experiencing that and whether or not that is like a lift that you can take right now Mm -hmm. because self-care is also a priority for a lot of people and it's probably triggering for a lot of people to know about the existence of the conspiracies and how many people actually believe in them. Um, And I think it's so many layers too of like, I don't know if I necessarily agree with you that a person who is an anti-masker and an anti-vaxxer is also QAnon. Like, you know, my parents are not anti-vaxxers. My parents are not anti-maskers. But they they get some fucked up information. <laughs> okay. Me, and so how do you deal with right? that then? So but that's what I'm saying is like, I don't want to, I don't want to lump everyone into some okay. van, right? Like that's fair. So I, I want to say that. The second thing I want to say, though, is I think that there are also many communities, especially when there's a language barrier, where my parents, for example, my dad speaks perfect English and understands English perfectly, but my ma, you know, she doesn't. And so she only gets bits and pieces from, like, the Chinese news channel. And sometimes Mm -hmm. the Chinese news channel is, like, not delivering, like, the information that you need. And then she's also now, like, become a teenager addicted to her phone. 
So she <laughs> is fucking sending me links on like WhatsApp all the time yeah. that she okay. like chain links that she either gets from her whatever her Chinese group of friends that they pass around that they got from God knows fucking where like where? WeChat. Yeah. Like, or Weibo or whatever, right? And it's all kinds of weird, also, conspiracy theories. Um, And while hers aren't necessarily related to COVID, she has other shit that she, you know… Pushes. (laughs) Pushes. And I can't cut my ma off. I have to just patiently, like, say to her that is… And because she believes me most in the world, where I'm an only child… I right. am the law. I am I am basically the internet and the library and the Supreme Court and the police and the church for my mom. Like if I tell her something, she's like, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. But, well, then that's great then. But sometimes I have to fight it. Like that's how strong these forces are. And that's okay, right? The, and I I I think that if if Wanda has the church and the and the and and the library that you do, then she should be able to help Vicky if she can, right? Like if she can knock some sense into her softly and help her and show her other articles and be like, let's like constructively think about this and like let's think about like is what you're talking about fact-based? Like if Wanda has that relationship whereby Vicky thinks she is God Almighty, then great. Then yes, help your friend. But if if that's not the relationship It's a hard one to fucking take on right now. Yeah. Hard one to take on, especially when people are feeling so heightened in their emotions and their feelings and their and their ways of living life. Yeah. We feel you, Wanda. So um, yeah, I there are resources online, definitely, and about how to and yeah, there is some kind of some little bit of crossover for sure in terms of the cults, like how to get someone out of a cult, how to like um but I think this is a dilemma that a lot of people are dealing with, Wanda, where friends and family, suddenly you wake up one day and it turns out, oh, you see them on the TV and they were like attacking the Capitol. You know? And for think a lot about- of people too, for a lot <laughs> of people who that. are, yeah, for a lot of people who are listening to this, I would hope that they would like church and state their Instagram followers. Uh, like you can like a wellness brand, but like maybe don't buy into everything they're telling you. Too. Like, I want people to have, like, a little bit more of, like, a seat in the way that they think as opposed to just, like, consuming everything that, like, like an Instagram wellness person has to tell you. Like, what they say is not always 100% truth. Like, do your fucking research, you know? Use your fucking brain. That's all I want to say. The wellness right. community is really fucked up right now. Okay. Is it? Yes. Well, yes. Like, I mean, more than Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. <laughs> Scarily enough. <laughs> the wellness community. All right. Uh, next question. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sasha and Lainey, I'm writing to ask advice regarding quarantine birthday celebration protocols. 
My birthday was a week ago at the time of writing this, and two of my best friends have basically done nothing to celebrate my quarantine birthday. Both of their birthdays landed in quarantine too, and I drove to their houses and did a social distance celebration, dropped off gifts and baked goods. One of them went out of town on my birthday weekend, and the other is without a car, but deaf able to borrow and or figure out a ride. So I understand not doing anything the day of, but it's been a week, and one of the two friends never even called just posted on socials, and they haven't done anything at all. Should my feelings be hurt? I feel like I'm always there for them when they need anything and constantly showing up for them in different ways. How do I address this? I hate that I have to ask someone to show up for me. Is it silly to be upset that your friends didn't do anything for your quarantine birthday? Thanks. Sensitive. Sensitive didn't give themselves a name, but I think we should give them a name. Okay. Pick a name for sensitive. Kathleen. I say that because Kathleen loves her birthday. Um, and we just did a quarantine Zoom birthday for Kathleen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, it's going to confuse me if we name this person Kathleen, though, because then I'm going to be thinking that we might be talking about our Kathleen. So okay. Okay. Fine. Uh, another name. Uh, let's go. I mean, easy. Kelly. Okay. All right, Kelly. All right, Kelly. Um, Kelly. So Kelly's birthday and her two best friends didn't do anything for her, but she did something for them. Yes. What do you think? Well, I don't know. I think that everybody, there's like, like this fucking pandemic has made people feel pretty split on birthdays. A lot of people that I talk to are like, I want to pretend like my birthday did not exist and we'll celebrate it next year. Like I didn't age this year because people are like very anti this year and anti celebration. So I feel like a lot, I would say more people feel that way. Like I feel like I'm just kind of basing this on our friend group. All of our friends have had birthdays during obviously this pandemic and only one of them wanted to celebrate and that was Kathleen. Um, And Kathleen (laughs) wanted to celebrate because she always does and she made a point of making sure that we all did celebrate it. So I kind of feel like this year is fucked for everybody and if you do want something specifically in this year, you kind of have to shake your friends a bit more than you usually would. Yeah, I, you know, I, Kelly, I, I understand it sucks, right? Because I, I, I want to say right now, it sucks to be the one who was thoughtful and you were giving and yeah. it was so great that you were such a good friend to them and you went over there and you planned this whole thing. And um, I think that that is so sweet. You're obviously a solid friend and you were expecting that kind of thoughtfulness for sure in return. I do think though that like as – I think when I was younger, I also was like this where I expected things to happen without verbalizing them. Mm -hmm. And the key sentence or question here, Kelly, um, is that they ask – I hate that I have to ask someone to show up for me. But uh, I also think that when you need when you need people to show up for you, you it's you you got to ask. Yeah, I'm split on that. Sometimes I think yes and sometimes I think no. <laughs> I think and that's why I guess I was framing it around COVID is cuz COVID I think nobody understands anything anymore. So I do think you have to like like tap on someone's shoulder and be like, remember, like make sure we like, you know, show up for each other. Um, but then again, like what you're talking about, Lainey, like I want, I don't want to always ask my friends to like know to support me. 
I want them to just know and be good people. Yeah, but are they bad people for not showing up on a birthday? Like, if Kelly was like, this group text, this thing happened, bad, Mm. bad. I don't know that her friends would have gone out of town. Right, okay. But, like, I just want to know, I mean, I guess I want to know what Kelly's birthday vibes were before, right? I mean, we all showed up for Kathleen, um, not organized by Kathleen, organized for other people, because Kathleen has spent her entire friendship with all of us letting us know in our faces, I love my birthday. I love it so much. (laughs) I need my birthday to be a bonanza, a spectacular, basically Moulin Rouge without the consumption (laughs) and Nicole Kim dying. You know what I mean? Like she wants all of it. So that was very, very clear to us. We know her birthday personality. I know your birthday personality. And you're more on the chill side. You want people to remember. Like, yeah, I just want people to remember. Exactly. Happy birthday, Sasha. But you also don't need me to show up and pull up outside of the house and like bring a marching band because that would mortify you. Right. right. What are you? What is you? What are you? I'm you a liked? whore. I'm a whore. You were not a whore this year. What did yeah. you do for your birthday? I, nothing. I was not a whore <laughs> this year because COVID for sure. Yeah. It changed. Like I, I just wasn't to me if I, but I was a pouty sucky pants whore because I love a blowout on my birthday. And if I can't have the biggest blowout ever, <laughs> then I don't want to just want to all. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> oh my God. Right? That's yeah. that that was me. I just was like I that was a I was a birthday suck because yeah. I'm a birthday whore. Get it? You know what I yes. mean? Yes, got it. Got it. So, I think that like for a birthday, I don't know that you can judge friends not showing up for you in your quarantine birthday as like a form of not showing up for you. Yes, I agree. I agree. And I do think that's a good point to find out what she was like beforehand. Have they always been like, rah, rah, rah for your birthday? And and that's never been an issue until this year. If it's only, if this year is the anomaly, I really think that deserves a pass at this point. You know what I mean? They put your fucking picture on Instagram or whatever. Like that was their proclamation of love for you. That was all they could do. That's all they could conjure up to do. I think that's not that bad. I don't think that that is that horrible. But I think why Kelly is fucking miffed is because she's like, bitches, I came with you with baked goods. Like, repay my ass. But that doesn't always work that way when you're in a pandemic. (laughs) You know, like, people are distracted right now. So I feel like I I almost want a little bit more intel on what what these friends are typically like outside of this particular birthday bash. But you do also, Kelly, I mean, obviously we don't want to like not acknowledge your birthday and you have, it sounds like you have the birthday blues, which been there. I think we've all been there. Mm. I don't want you to have the birthday blues any longer. So number one, happy birthday from us. Happy birthday, yes. Kelly. Happy birthday, Kelly. <laughs> but that's not even your real name, but happy birthday. But also, Kelly, I also think it's okay now for you to talk to them and be like, hey, my birthday was a couple weeks and I kind of want to do something to make up for yep. it. Like, can we Zoom? Can we whatever? Yes. I think it's okay for you to ask. Um, I agree. And and be like, hey, I kind of have the birthday blues. I want to redo my birthday. Can you guys? I think that's okay, too. And then if they're like, oh, Kelly, no, then you can write us back and be like, please slam my funky, like, please slam my fucking cunt friends. And we will, (laughs) Sasha and I will spend like 15 minutes straight telling them what pieces of shit they are. Yes. Our gift to you will be that. Yes. That will be our (laughs) gift to you. 
But I, I, I don't think it would be a bad thing to go back and tell them about your, you know, just kind of like your wistful birthday wishes. Yeah. It's in this okay. Specific, in this specific situation, I think you can ask for the love. Just be like, hey, I'm, I was bummed out. I actually, you know, wanted to see you guys on my birthday. Let's do like a little dinner and drinks over Zoom. Yeah. Ta-da. Done. And everyone's happy. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kelly, though. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Hi, Sasha. I need real honest advice on my relationship. I've been with this man for 19 years now and living together many years. Most of those were great, but lately not so much. He's been struggling with anxiety and stress for a while, and over the last year it's been through the roof, so much that he's now battling depression on top of that. Obviously, this is taking a big toll on our lives. We fight a lot in an unhealthy way. Our intimacy is not so great because of all our issues. I've given him multiple ultimatums to go get help, and he's finally agreed to go to therapy over the weekend after months of begging and arguing. I don't judge him about mental health, but here's where my drama starts. We don't have children and are not married. We used to have a house, but now live in a rental apartment since we moved to a new city two years ago to get a new start and help him get better. So here I am, beginning my 40s, in what I am feeling more and more to be a half-assed relationship. I want marriage. I want a house. I know that for sure. And I'm at a point in my life where I want serious discussions regarding having children. However, it seems like his mental health will always be an obstacle to my ultimate relationship goals. I've been very patient and waited for many years for these things to happen, but now it dawns on me this is never going to happen. I've asked him a couple of times why won't he marry me or buy another house or children And every time he doesn't say anything, pretty much freaks out and says he's stressed out or unwell. So no explanation or constructive discussion. I'm getting upset and really unhappy. I mean, we've been together for almost 20 years. What kind of girl needs to ask why after almost two decades, man won't marry her? I have reached the point where I am considering separation. Am I overreacting? He means the world to me and I know he loves me too, but I don't know if I want to stay in this relationship. I don't feel like playing the dating game, but honestly, I just wish some hot dude would sex me right now if you know what I mean. Should I move out and throw our life away? That's scary. If not, how many more months or years do I have to wait until it gets better and finally have the boring married suburban life I am longing for? I know relationships need some work and no one's perfect, but I am fighting the unbreakable walls of anxiety and mental health. I don't think there is someone special out there who would be right for me. Realistic, not so hot girl here. Oh, come on. But I'm at my wits end and don't know if I can still do this with my boyfriend. Please help. Um, You can call me M. Thanks and lots of love. Okay, M. Well, first of all, please let's not call yourself not so hot girl. Yeah. Yeah. Because M... We don't even need to see you. Everybody, you're not not so hot, girl. Um, yeah. And so, all right. So where do we start with this, Sash, with M? Well, I feel for M because this mm-hmm. is this is hard and this is, you know, two decades of your life and um, you've, you're trying. That's what, that's what uh, kind of like punctured my heart a bit is I can tell that M is trying and she's trying to make it work, um, and she feels trapped, and she feels trapped in her guilt too. Because mm-hmm. what a horrible person you would be to leave somebody because they were struggling with mental health, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I hear that, but I also think that M gets a fair shot at life too. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that she has, you know, had she written us and been like, I've been dating this guy for two months and I'm fucking over his mood. <laughs> like, then I'd be like, bitch, fuck you. Yeah. But this is, you know, 19 years of trying to make some shit happen and move some fucking mountains and get some, get something for her, right? Like, she's, yeah. you know, she's not asking for everything. She's asking for some fucking niblets at this point. She's not even getting that. Mm-hmm. So, M. Yeah, I am, you know, I am on board if what you feel is unsatisfied in your life and if and if you want to file for separation and like fucking roll the dice and see what the world has for you. Yes, go for it. I support that. Like I I 100% support that. I agree with you. I think that um you know, for M, I think we first like let's switch over to your boyfriend. Don't know what his name is, so mm. I don't know. Let's call him John. That's pretty okay. standard. Um, I understand John is also allowed to not want marriage mm-hmm. or to not be ready to talk about marriage and to 100%. not be ready to talk about children. Um, and that's okay. So nobody is at fault here. John's priority clearly is or should be mental wellness. Mm-hmm. And it's taken John a while to come around to this. John is still like kind of getting into the process of therapy and getting help for his mental health issues. So in that space, I don't know that John can focus on anything else and should focus on anything else. And totally. So, and I'm not telling you that you're wrong in thinking that in, in, in wanting that from him, but the, the fact of the matter is, is that John um, is sick. Mental illness, mental mental health issues are like just like physical issues, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, let's say if somebody was having kidney problems, we couldn't say, well, you know, during your treatment for your kidney problems, can like, let's buy a house, let's start a family, right? right. It's the right. same thing. Let's treat totally. mental health issues in the same way where, you know, this issue this disease is a barrier and until Mm -hmm. there's treatment and a good, like, you know, until there's treatment, until it's being dealt with, then of course, what else can John handle? So I understand Mm -hmm. where John's coming from too, Em. Yeah. But that also only means that you are both in different areas of what you can contribute to this relationship. Yeah. Clearly for you in your life, what you want to put into a relationship is that as you said, boring relationship, house, kids, you know, you called it that, I didn't, but that's your Mm -hmm. dream. And you're ready to put your energy into that. John is focusing on putting his energy into his mental wellness. So you're at an impasse. So it really doesn't have anything to do with the actual mental health. Mm -hmm. It's not you rejecting someone because they have mental health issues. It's the fact that you are, you two are in two different places right now in life. Yes. Yeah. And your question is, do I wait around? And I, girl, it doesn't sound like you want to. We're just feeding no. back what you're feeding to us. Totally. And you're ready for other things, as scary as they might be. So it means that you're allowed to have dreams. Mm-hmm. Go chase yeah. your dreams. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't say it any better. You're right. They are in two different places. And mm-hmm. and that is… That's the reason why people fucking split up and go their separate ways is yeah. you go and you find what you want and and that's okay and yeah. that's okay and you you're not um 
you know, you're not abandoning John. If no. anything, you're giving him the space to do what he needs to do without yeah. having someone be like, me, me, me. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have the emotional capacity for the both of you right now. And that is. Uh, That's okay. I, I'm, okay. And actually a good thing that yeah. you guys can both focus on your own things. Yeah. So, Em, uh, to me, it sounds like you've made up your mind and you decided what you want. So, you know, my my next piece of advice is if you are going to articulate it, do it clearly. And by clearly, I mean you're talking here about what you both want out of life and a relationship. Mm-hmm. You are looking for marriage and children. He is not. So I, I don't know that, you know, any kind of – of course, you acknowledge that uh, John is ha- having mental health issues. But the big point here, like what you need to be clear about is this relationship is not heading towards where you want to go. Yeah. Fundamentals are not there. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck, Em. We're sorry you're so sad. You sound sad. And that is why, you know, there's not a moment to waste. Um, especially and now. There's nothing, and there's nothing more sad than when you don't have any control over what you want and what you desire, right? Yeah. Like there, there is, there is like, yeah, you feel blue when you can't, mm-hmm. you know, you can't live your life to its fullest or even its half full. So yeah, yeah like um, keep us posted and thanks for, thanks for writing in. And thanks to all of you for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts leave comments and reviews Um, we are so grateful to know that you are out there supporting and keep your questions coming to me at sasha at ladyfossil.com bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.